0: Welcome to the podcast, Sweatpants and Stilettos. We are three busy moms. My name is Stephanie. I'm Annette. And I'm Crystal. Simply put, we're just three women who are figuring out life as we go, mostly in sweatpants. We envision ourselves in stilettos with class and sophistication.
1: Life gets a little challenging since we are doing all the things, and we sure can't do that in a set of heels.
0: We hope you find this podcast to be entertaining and authentic as we get down to the real nitty gritty of everything we're doing in life get on your favorite pair of sweats and let's get real welcome to our podcast welcome to episode 12 of sweatpants and stilettos we are at the beginning of february and today's topic we are going to talk about marriage we are all coming into this topic in this month of love with over 15 years of marriage and relationships mm. and love Ooh. with our wonderful spouses. Yes,
1: they are wonderful. They are wonderful,
0: <laughs> even if we say differently. Yeah. Time. <laughs> or Steph always says, I love you, but... I love
1: you, but... That should but be the title of this. they are still
0: amazing, no. they yeah. <laughs> are still yeah. amazing.
1: They are. Marriage, marriage has so many layers, has so many levels, and I think no matter where you're at in the process of marriage... There are joys and challenges. There are obstacles. There are, um, I don't i don't even know. I, I just. There are adventures. Adventures are is a good word. You take together. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's, and if you awesome. remember back in the beginning days of our lovely podcast, I said, I hate Valentine's Day. Yes. Because it's like the one day you're laughing <laughs> That's at right. you Remember that? <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, I can't stay on that holiday. I don't like it. Yeah, February is the celebration of love. But I yeah. think with marriage, it's something that should be celebrated every day. Every like, day. it shouldn't just be called out that one day to give all the flowers and the roses and to say, I appreciate you. So I think this is a fantastic topic because it is hard and it takes a lot of work. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not an easy feat. It's I feel, I don't know how you guys feel, this is kind of a bold statement, but I feel next to your relationship with Faith or whatever, it's one of the hardest relationships you have. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you can't agree. let it sit. I think you said it best, Crystal, when we were talking about it previously. That you can't stick marriage on a shelf. You can't mm. let it lie. Like you can't. It will fall off. It will break. It will fall apart. Um, it's every day. It's constant communication. It's constantly working on those little pieces of it to make to keep the glue together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I did a lot of things and I think, of you.
1: I think we should start by saying that all three of us are, yes, married in this room. We've all been married for some time, you know, roughly 15 years, yeah. if mm-hmm. not more. Mm-hmm. And we all do come from a place of knowing that marriage takes work and knowing that marriage is a beautiful thing, but we do recognize, you know, that, um, we have listeners that aren't married or have been married mm-hmm. or, could be going through something difficult right now and so again this is just our perspective this is just us Mm -hmm. in the closet having a conversation about all of that and ups and downs and joys and challenges of marriage and we probably will interject a few laughs along the way because Mm -hmm. let's be real
0: i was laughing let's be real (laughs) i was thinking about this i was like if our parents listen like what a different perspective they're gonna have because i do think we're yes. in a very interesting crux of marriage. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of years under our, our belt. I mean, 15 years is a good... Yeah. 15, and most of us probably dated our husbands prior to that. Mm-hmm. So I'm almost close to 20 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also think... Now, I know there's going to be a lot of different life phases, like the empty nesters, and right. your kids leave, and you have to mm-hmm. readjust and reassess. But I do think we're at a very interesting point of marriage. Yes. In the sense that... Okay, there was the honeymoon stage. Yes. Then there was the oh my gosh, we're trying to survive, please be my partner, because I don't know how to raise these children in baby land. But now it's the mix of, I mean, we're still in child rearing, we have careers, things are motioning, and, and where I'm trying to take this conversation is you probably find yourself a lot of times when you're out to dinner and you finally are at the point of life where you could have a date night where babysitters (laughs) aren't expensive or kids are a little older to stay home. We actually can have a dinner conversation, just the two of us, without massive chaos surrounding us. And the dinner conversation mostly leads to what's happening with the kids yes oh um yeah I just you know because I think what I was thinking about this and that is you and Jared had a beautiful night the other night because it was just the two of you at home kids were at sleepovers or whatever Mm -hmm. and you're like we're just talking about life and it just kind of got to me got me thinking because I was like we're in such a crux of life that okay you know development like our kids are in middle school Mm -hmm. and you know we have twins and twins in grade school and it's just like okay, are they developing this way? Do you think that we should be pushing it this way? Do we think that, how is this with, you know, and and schooling and there's all these motions and balls that are the heavier lifting of parenting. So it like falls on the children. And so it's like, do you really, you know, I think that's where I'm at. Like we're just in a crux of life where it's just, it's an interesting phase where there's finally time to maybe celebrate and tune into who you are, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, sometimes pivots still with kids. Yeah, it's, it's a weird phase, too, which I don't know if you guys have noticed, where people are divorced and remarrying. So we people mm-hmm. have people been in marriages long enough. And so you've seen and maybe you walked through that in your family or with close friends where the kids are old enough to witness those types of things and have questions about them. So coming back to you, you were talking about Jared and I had a, a night home last Friday I think by ourselves and we were talking about life we were talking about relationships actually because again we were by ourselves and we had time to chat and like what are our our children witnessing as a Mm. good healthy relationship Mm -hmm. how do we create that mindset and that um, appreciation for what is acceptable Um, in our life in, in multiple ways my kids have witnessed some unhealthy relationships and then fall apart and see what they want and you know quite frankly I've looked at my daughter and be like you will not tolerate this you will not put up with this and you should be very firm and I keep—I always tell her and she's like oh my god mom, am gross but I'm like you need to find a <laughs> guy like your dad you would be so oh, lucky to yeah. find a guy like your dad because mm-hmm. life is hard you have a lot hard. of heavy things to deal with of parenting and jobs and all those things and if you don't have that partner and that person to walk side by side at every phase you won't make it somebody's got to celebrate mm-hmm. you they got to pick you up they're going to have to brush that hair off your face and be like I get it honey I, I mm-hmm. see you
1: I hear you um, I understand what you're going through. Oh, yeah. That's so perfectly said. Yeah, I think first and foremost you do it's it's a partnership, mm-hmm. it's teamwork, it's teamwork from day one. It Absolutely. is teamwork from day one and where we are all are all at in our lives, excuse me, we are coming out of the exhaustion of babyhood, mm-hmm. as you said, Crystal. Mm-hmm. But we're in the next phase of if there's a free moment, it's it's few and far in between, at least for us. Yes. Yeah. So we're we're both very you know, we're both working, we're busy after school, and then we're running kids, and then our entertainment, like right now is basketball season. We're sneaking in a family dinner between a between sixteen basketball games. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we so like when you guys had that night alone, I'm going, Oh my God, you had a night alone in your home mm-hmm. with music and conversation and that is so <laughs> And lo- at nine thirty. And bed at <laughs> nine <and> thirty. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. but that's where we're at. Yeah. That is yeah. so true. But like I but finding that, finding those times right now is super important yeah. because, as we've all been told, your kids will leave you. They will mm-hmm. leave you eventually. Mm-hmm. God willing, your partner won't. And if you have made your marriage a priority yes. and you have worked yes. on it, that's what's left, right? Yeah. Like, the can you
0: build yeah. is so important because you don't want to be left at the end and be like, who are you?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yes. You like, I think the yes. one core
0: tenet that both of you have said. And the fact that we have mentioned this in previous podcasts when we've talked about things. Like, you've said keywords of, like, Jared and I do this together, and Scott and I do this as a team, even when we're talking about holiday stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the biggest tenet of marriage, mm-hmm. is the partnership and mm-hmm. the teamwork. Because I do know relationships where one is on a different pedestal than the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I see the tension and the absolute, like just mix of emotions that that creates where one idolizes the mm-hmm. other, but the other one isn't mm-hmm. on that same playing mm-hmm. field. Yeah. And I think it's super interesting as we go in this time period of COVID too, right? I mean, we're yeah. watching all, no, they're not real folks, <laughs> the, the, the celebrity things that are coming down the right. Yeah, 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 But you're just watching them like drop like flies mm-hmm. and I get it, like yeah. COVID hasn't been easy. I mean, yeah. we're with our partners 24-7. Yep. And even though it's not the normalcy of life and, you know, you still Mm -hmm. have chaos around you, like, it's having, like, oh, I mean, we're, you're seeing sometimes the ugly little sides, you know, it hasn't been easy. So it's certainly, I think, a huge tenant to marriage is that partnership and that teamwork, especially in a time like this. But I know that you guys say that a lot, and I think that's a huge piece to marriage. And I mean, that's what Brian and I focus on too. And Mm -hmm. I think... Not only the partnership and the teamwork, but I think a huge piece to the success of Brian and I's marriage, too, is and it kind of parlays to how I grew up as well as my parents' relationship is that we are very much our own individuals. Absolutely. Mm. Like, can't lose yourself. Like, very like, literally, yeah. I mean, we say this with grace because Brian and I would never, ever want to be in this position, but like, he's his own guy and can do his own things and has his own hobbies and has his own. His whole, I mean, if something happened to me, he would be okay, and vice yeah. versa. Yes, yes. Like, we Agreed. have our own, we can function without each other, mm-hmm. but in a, I mean, no, we never want That's to. You. Yes. That's yes. not the desire. It's so right, But I think you have to be individuals. Yes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that works against us. I mean, sometimes we're pretty stubborn and headstrong mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. kind of can come to the tables, mm-hmm. you know, with a little bit of a of a battle that we work through. But I think that the partnership and the individualism is, like,
1: the core tenets, I think, of, yeah. of, of marriage and relationships. Yeah, hands down. So we kind of, d- we dove right in, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Um, into some <laughs> some yeah. heavy stuff about marriage. But I do want to back up real quick. And i like tell our audience, like maybe let's share a little bit about, you know, how we, how met, we met our partner and why we love other. Okay, wait, him. on the
0: table, did we all meet him in college?
1: Yes. yes. I think we did. Okay, yeah. so we all met. Okay, our what year of College. 2003. Well, well were like, you a
0: freshman? Oh, yeah, I was a
1: freshman. You were a freshman. 2003. <laughs> She's such a baby. Did everybody hear that? <laughs> yeah. I was about to graduate. I was in my
0: first year of my career in <laughs> 2003. Let's talk about uh, Yes,
1: my freshman year. The end of my second semester of my freshman oh, year. Oh, so you were babies. You had, like, all of college with each other. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I actually... And so you had the sowing the wild oats. Scott with your Scott knows all this, but like I mean freshman
0: year yes, four I, years yes. of, I don't say this I don't say this lightheartedly, but college is a beautiful experience and I think everyone should have it. but mm-hmm. it's kind of like your four years of fun.
1: Yeah, <laughs> which is what I was about to say is I didn't want a boyfriend. I didn't want a boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> my first semester of college was amazing <laughs> and so great, and I wasn't looking for a not. relationship. Scott had plenty of fun too. I'm sure he he's is. a year older than me, so he got it all. So he got it all his, out his out of freshman year. Um, yeah. We weren't. I mean, it it, it it goes along with the story. We weren't anticipating really yeah. meeting, meeting each other and falling in love and all of that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I actually even kind of like pushed him off. I mean, I. You, you made him ask. work a little bit. I made him work a little bit and oh, I, I just love it. I just, wasn't, crazy. I just wasn't ready. I was like, I mean, that was really fun and you're really cute, but <laughs> like tomorrow night I got plans. And then he's like, yeah, me too. And then he'd call he... and I was like, no, I really have yeah, plans. <laughs> and it's kind of how that went down. So what turned the corner then? Like what oh, turned God. the
0: dial? Um he was
1: he was persistent. I will give him that. He was persistent and there was an instant attraction i mean chemistry mm-hmm. yeah there there. there there was, I chemi- the theory there, was there was chemistry Thunder- um and i will say we semi met on a blind date semi sort of weird it's a whole backstory guys which i'm sure our audience does not want to hear but we met i'm trying to give you like the cliff's nose version we met in college he was in a fraternity i was in a sorority my grandmother was the house mother. For his fraternity. Oh, my goodness. My grandmother, yes, was the house mother for his fraternity. And I used to hang out there, like, all the time. I'd go over there and, like, get free food and all that kind (laughs) of stuff. And my grandma would be like, you can't date anybody in this house except for two people. I'm going to give you the names of two people that you can date. And one of them was Scott Wins. (gasps) And I was like, okay, whatever. But I never saw him. Like, I would go over there. This is, like, early on my first year, I'd go over there and I never saw him. I never saw him. And then... There was some weird thing between like his fraternity and my sorority and we like you go on these like blind dates or whatever and i knew someone else in in the fraternity and we were friends happened to be my husband's like best friend and we just went like we knew each other but we just like went for fun and that at the bowling alley was like the first time that i actually saw him and i remember instantly thinking like he's super cute but he was with a girl he was with a the girl. They were dating, and I was with his best friend, and I'm sure he's thinking, like, what the heck? <laughs> so, anyway, oh, I like to tell the story because um, my, my grandmother is no longer with us, but she she Aww. really is she She's really the, is the one that that brought us
0: together. And then you and Jared <sighs> mm-hmm. met in freshman year, but you were in totally different universes. We were in totally different universes. He played football. Um, I was in, like, the music and arts world. Um, my brother was involved in a fraternity, and it was like, we had a date night party, and my brother's date canceled on the last minute, so my brother's like, hey, come with me. Like, it'll be a great opportunity for you to meet people. I'm like, oh my goodness, like, this is a fraternity party. Like, <laughs> did you say this is a musical note? <laughs> I was like, this is not my jam. So I go to this party, like, literally rolling my eyes. Okay, you guys know me well. Left the house with wet hair, no makeup on, because I did that that hair. not care. not And I owed
1: up. Didn't care at all. Show up oh there. oh my gosh, yes. really? We yes. to a fraternity
0: party with no makeup and uh-huh. your hair wet. No hair wet. Oh. Clear a sweatshirt on, we that, to I don't even think I know this woman anymore, <laughs> right? We went to a hay rack ride. I get we get to the fraternity house, and I see Jared across the room, and I was like, oh my gosh, that guy's so adorable. But of course, Annette is way too chicken to talk to anybody. He's super shy. Like I'm not was not going and forward at that point in my really? life. Song from afar. The night goes on, again, Cliff notes. We, he ends up, like, getting off hit one rack ride, jumping on the other, um, and he, like, sits down. And so we start chatting, and I'm, like, you know, like, my heart's, like, beating, dying. Mm-hmm. Hadn't been drinking, because, of course, I was, like, a freshman, and I was, like, I have to take care of people, whatever. Like, oh, I wasn't going to drink. <laughs> so, um... I wish we would have known each other in high
1: school or in college. <laughs> so I fun. so wish <laughs> so,
0: too. So we, um, we hung out just briefly, and then the night was over, and we chatted quite a bit, and he... Um, did not ask for my number and I was so mad in my oh. side I was like, I thought we had such a great time. And I was like, but again, I was like loitering around. My brother and I were getting ready to leave. My mom was calling, wanted me
1: home. because got the whole family's up in here. Uh, She's
0: like <laughs> wanting me to come home because it was late and I was only a freshman. So I left and was like super disappointed because I thought we had this connection. Oh. So a friend that I had known from the house had called the next week and was like, Hey, it's like Thursday night. We're having people down to the house. You should come by. And so I was like, okay, so in my head I'm like, hmm, maybe if I show up at this house, that guy, I mean, come on, a fraternity has like 100 people in it. Like, what are the chances? Yeah. I'll go to this house.
1: I'll, g- I'll do my hair this time. I'll do my hair and look <laughs> cute. I did not go down there looking like a slob.
0: And maybe he'll be there. Okay. Dumb freshman in college. Ladies, if you have a daughter who's a freshman in college, tell her never to go to the front door of a fraternity house because that is not the way you enter. You went to French- the front door? Front door. So <gasps> I go and ring the doorbell. Not only do you I the door, okay? I'm like, okay, show it up Like, I was invited into my honey's house. Like, this is the front door. Oh, front
1: yeah, no. door like, no, no, no. you don't go to the front door. But
0: guess who opens the door? Jared. <gasps> I about oh. died. So, backstory is, Jared remembers me. His friend's like, hey, I got a girl coming down to the house. And Jared's like, oh, who's that? He's like, oh, it's Annette. It's Jared Rodman's brother. Blah, or sister, blah, blah, blah. And Jared's like, ding, 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 ding. I know her. He's like, I'll just get the door when she shows up. So this other guy invites Aww. me down. There. He shows up at the door, and I'm like, hi. Dying, of course, that the one person I go down here to see opens the door. Oh,
1: my god. So
0: we hang out, like, the rest of the night. I had kind of went on a date, kind of backstory with another guy, previous to that. And we had a family wedding coming up that weekend, and I really wanted to take Jared. But I was going on this date with this other guy, but I'm like, how do I finagle this? So I'm like, at dinner with my parents, my mom's like, they will. They will never know. You're not in the same circle. Just tell your, the first guy that you were dating that, you didn't ask your parents if you could bring a guest, and you can't bring a guest because you know the numbers are limited for the wedding. And then just call Jared, and bring Jared. So, that's what I did. I so it. your first date with Jared is a family wedding. Yep. Oh yes. my God. Yep. <laughs> met my parents. Like that would have been, like two weeks after we met then what? I was like, you should come to this wedding. Yep. My parents were I there. Mean, All my buddies, teacher friends were there, too. Weddings are not easy, dateable material. But- <laughs> yep. No, he showed up. He was in Lincoln with another girl at the Nebraska game. He's like, oh, I got to get back. I got to go. Because <laughs> I had a wedding. And so he showed up at this wedding. And oh, but what I know of Jared
1: now that oh, so does not his surprise history. me, yeah. that he would just be like, sure, let's go. I'll go meet your family, no big deal. Yeah. I won't
0: lie. I did get caught with the other boy. And that's a whole, like, another side story. Uh, Jared and I were hanging out probably six, eight months into our relationship. And all of a sudden, Jared gets up to go get, like, some water in the kitchen. And he lives in an apartment with some roommates. And I hear them all laughing and hysterically in the other room. And I'm, like, thinking, what is going on? So I go out in the other room. And there's the guy that I ditched to date Jared because he's best friends with Jared's roommate and didn't know it. And so they all figured it out. They're like, Annette, and so this guy. He's like, I was dating a girl named Annette and she kinda of disappeared and like told his roommates about it. And then they're like, Well, be Jared dating a girl named Annette, and then they all figured it out. And so I walked out there, I was mortified. So embarrassing. Because there was a guy. He was Uh-oh. best friends and Jared's roommates. See, my this is my girls. Anyways, bad raps that's, too. That's my my story. going to say, you and Brian. So you you guys are
1: college. So yeah. we are
0: college. I I'm I'm your old old lady hag here. Brian's the only the third guy I've ever dated, and I was very adamantly. Well, I got hurt in the past, and then I just was. It was my senior year. We're he likes to say I robbed the cradle. It's not by much. We're nine (laughs) months apart, but we're a year apart in school. Okay. So he was a junior, I was a a senior, second semester senior year, and I'm about to leave for Washington D.C. So Crystal has her little a lot you know type A plan ready to go. Like we leave for D.C. the day we you know graduate. Like we 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 don't have time for relationships. (laughs) I'm not into relationships. I went to a very small liberal arts school. We didn't even have fraternities or sororities because it just would have created, it was a smaller, my college was smaller than my high school. Mm. So it was kind of a very, like, everybody knew everybody. Um, we were friends. We had a, a guy group of friends. Ironic part is, a tiny backstory, is I went on spring break with him, like, the year before, but didn't really know him at all. Like, I mean, we talked and we had a conversation, but like, I didn't really know who this guy was at all. Yeah. Um, so we kind of had mutual friends. The funniest part was, and she is the dearest friend of both of us. We, we love her religiously. I think she could be a possible listener, but, um, she kind of was the one that interfused us in a weird way. Brian was interested in her and he didn't know at the time that she was dating somebody else. And so there was like crosshairs and miscommunication and all these things. So like I'm the friend that like kind of wounded the, like the broken heart, and we just had a we just had a very natural friendship. Like mm-hmm. it was just pure. I mean, I don't even think at that time there was no interest for either yeah. one of us. I mean, it was literally just built on the platform of of friendship. I have no idea. I think it was like a force of God because I was so steadfast in what I was doing mm-hmm. and where I was going. That I I have no idea why we started dating, but it was January, second semester, senior year. So we had four months together. Okay. And then, kind of the pseudo, the summer. Not really the summer. I moved out there in June, July. So then we did a whole year relationship apart. Oh, wow. So he wow. finished his senior year, and we saw each other once a month. So our first year of our relationship was like the massive high, massive low. Oh, wow. So it was, oh, yeah. oh my God, oh my God, he's coming to yes. DC. woo and then it was, what? and you're leaving in two days. So it was like that every single month. So mm-hmm. we saw each other about once a month, God willing and God blessed. There was grandmas that bought plane tickets and the whole thing. Aww. And then um, he was really open to the possibility. He thought he was going to move to Seattle at one point. So, but since we started dating, he was super open to the possibility of moving too. Like we both kind of were Midwestern hearts, but wanted something more see other parts of the country mm-hmm, and life yes. before settling down. So he's like, "Yeah, I moved to DC because I was like if this is going to work, like we need to be on the same yeah, the yeah. same town." Yeah, that'd be so I will hard. say he was more into it than me. And I think he knows it, and he would totally confess that because more into the
1: relationship,
0: more into the relationship, and more serious. Like I <laughs> oh. think he would. I think he would have proposed far sooner than oh my when gosh. he did. Oh. Um, but I was like, "Oh no, honey, <laughs> no boyfriend." Like
1: you're on like the be, career track, or what? well,
0: not necessarily the career track. I was just like, we need to be in the same town and like the same level yeah. and like be in the same groove because we've just done this high-low thing for like a like a year yeah. and a half. So he moved to D.C. after he graduated in two thousand and three. And then we were, we lived the rest of our um, time in D.C. together, um, and then, not together, I mean, we had roommates, yeah. but in the same town, and then he proposed, and eventually, a year after marriage, we moved back here, but yeah, it was, oh, wow. I, I kind of said this before we kind of went and hit that record button for you listeners, but I said to the ladies, I said, I don't know, there's there's two caveats to this, one I don't think we ever would have dated had it not been just the right time. I mean, if yeah. we would have met in high school, absolutely not. We would not be together. If we would have met freshman year, absolutely not. We would not have been together. I think there's a direct timing yeah. that you meet the people that you're supposed to meet. And then, yeah, I'm not sure where my second point was going, yeah. but it was, it was just, it was divine timing because mm-hmm. it just, it, I don't think it would have really worked the other way, any other
1: way. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, you know, definitely changed in college compared to high school. Thank God. Um, and had a lot of growth to do, but I do think that Scott and I still would have connected in high school. I think we still would have been, we would have ran maybe in some of the same circles and been attracted to each other just from like hobby standpoint Mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, however, you know, yes, I'm glad that we met in college when we did and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, grew up, together essentially I mean college is right those years and I this isn't something that um I really thought about until now but and you don't have to answer because I'm throwing this off the cuff but do you think do you think living together before marriage helps or hinders or do you have no opinion on it whatsoever Scott and I actually did live together for a short I mean I guess it wasn't short we lived together And then I actually moved to Kansas city and he stayed back here. And then we, and then we got, Mm -hmm. um, then we got married. Mm -hmm. But I remember the, those first couple months moving in together after we had been together for like four years, thinking it was going to be easy, breezy, wonderful. Mm -hmm. It was the dang hardest four or five months of our relationship. I mean, Mm -hmm. during that transition, I was like, we have been together for four years Mm-hmm. never once have either one of us ever thought that we would even break up not even bad I. like we pretty much were like you're the one but this might break us like yeah. Yeah. I yeah. so I'm, really I'm thinking about like starting year. your marriage yeah. off like that mm-hmm. like we mm-hmm. had kind of got a little bit of that out of the way mm-hmm. but oh my gosh yeah, we
0: didn't we had a couple months that we did I was kind of like off and on living with him when he graduated in 05 he had gotten a place close to my parents but then it was like the time as the time went on and got closer to our wedding because our parents wanted us to have a long engagement because we got engaged pretty pretty soon in our relationship. Oh, I was going to say. Um, so did
1: they have an opinion um, on this? Oh, oh. they did. They did. They have okay. lots of opinions, but I will
0: say <laughs> on those opinions. Um. So we, I was kind of back and forth, and it kind of became the point of like I just didn't go home because I was like, this is silly. Like we're already engaged, and like I'm right there. Like what's does it matter? Um. Jared, God bless him, he was always like, you're going to get in trouble. Like, he was always worried about, like, not, like, mm-hmm. making my parents upset. And needless to say, I didn't care. So, sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they but you were engaged. Yep. Yeah. Yes, you we were. We were. We were months from our wedding. Okay. So we, and we
1: didn't like. I mean, we yeah. we did. I mean, I I remember our, both of our parents being kind of like, okay. But you know, in our minds, we're like, well, we're both just graduate. I mean, he was yes, ahead of me. Yes. He was a first year teacher. He made zero money. Yeah. yeah. My first job made zero money, and I'm like, we could. We're gonna spend all of our time together. Yes. Like, let's just yes. figure this out. And for us, just this is only our opinion. That those couple months to like warm up before we got engaged was. Yeah. I learned so much about myself Yes. in those couple months about compromise and what sharing. Things and mm-hmm. What things drove you crazy. What things drove you crazy. I mean, those were some, just like your first year of marriage, right? Yeah. Like, yes. that's where I was go- I'm going. It's like, that's what I was like, okay, this is what it takes. Yeah. This is what it takes. Mm-hmm. I love him. He is worth it. He felt the same way, thank God, because I'm sure I was awful. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Marriage takes... An, an insane amount of compromise. Yeah. Um, communication. Yeah. Communication. Oh my communication. Gosh, communication. I've written that down yeah. like so many times. Um, communication. And key. trust. Trust mm. in the beginning, I think, is different than trust now. Mm-hmm. I will say that too.
0: I agree. I, I don't know. it changes over
1: time. Yeah, because
0: you're coming from a place of insecurity when you're young and you're early in your marriage and so you want to build that trust but you don't know how and so then you question everything but now it's and I don't want to say you take it for granted but you just know that you know that it's there and you don't worry about the things that you worried about early on because I think it that's probably trust and insecurities kind of to me can go together Yeah. Yeah. that if you have those insecurities yourself then you question the trust in your partner and I remember like probably early in our relationship and in our marriage that was on me. Like, that was coming from if I didn't trust or was questioning something, that it was my insecurities, mm-hmm. not his. And, yeah. I mean, it, he it took him time to, like, help me realize yeah. that. That was on me and not yeah. on him. He's always been. You never, I And I've never thought type. about this before, but I almost want to say, oh, trust was probably on him a little bit more because I was the... The girl that flew the coop, and well, and you what guys she were, apart do. We so were apart, apart yeah. for yeah. so long. I will so say, it honestly hard. wasn't the trust and insecurity for us, because I think we had to break that down so hard, yeah, and yeah. so furiously. I mean, I mean, it was like living. It was old school telephone conversations. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was breaking it down. So that was never like the catalyst. I mm-hmm. think the biggest thing for us was the adaptability to change. And I will, I will raise my hand. It's, it's still one of the contentions. And I think Mm -hmm. in our marriage is because life is always changing, right? There's always Mm -hmm. things. I mean, Mm -hmm. we can take the small little pivotal moment of every day is different in COVID land. And we're like, oh you know, Mm -hmm. so I think for us, it wasn't necessarily, I mean, I think he probably had to instill more trust in me just because he's like, Oh, what's she going to do out there? I'm just (laughs) still a little senior. Is is she still going to want me when I come out? So I think trust might've been more on his side, but I think. In general, for the entire relationship, it was the it was the massive constitutive change, mm-hmm. and I and mean, we fought that, and you fight that as a couple your whole yes, life, yes. but it was like we weren't prepared for twins. That was not in the cards. Yeah, right. You know, it was yeah. like boom, Chickalaca. Like, what the heck just happened to us? Or mm-hmm. you know, we changed from D.C. to moving back, or mm-hmm. our careers change, yeah. or something like it. It we're so kind of sometimes straight laced that I think it's 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 hard for Brian and I to to shift that mm-hmm. and then figure out how we shift that as a couple. And more oftentimes than not, depending on the shift, it's lifting one up versus the yeah. other, depending yeah. on the nature. Yeah. The nature of the game. That's a good point. But I also think it kind of made me think when you asked the question too, or when you brought up those points is I don't know, what do you guys think? I think men and women bring something different to the marriage in the sense of this parlays to a conversation we had in the the past between the three of us is men really 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 want the respect versus women really really wanting the connection does that make sense
1: Mm -hmm.
0: would you guys agree or do you think it's something different and the connection i mean in the sense of feeling valued? Are you seeing everything I'm bringing to the table or the affirmation, you know, yes, like as yes. moms, we're trying to be all the things. So do you see them trying to do all the cooking, all the cleaning, taking the kids, taking care of everybody? Right. Are you seeing, you know, like, I think there's like an affirmation piece yeah. a, a little bit. And then the, the males, or at least I'm hearing from my particular male and, and conversations we've had with our small group and, and the institution of marriage is they always want to feel kind of respected. And I don't know if that comes from just the testimonial time of how marriage has transitioned over different time periods, but I definitely always hear the word respect when it comes to men. Like, I just want to feel... Like I'm respected. I don't know. Do you guys? Yeah. you're Nodding, but do you guys agree? I, mine is like opposite. Like I think I'm. Mine's flipped. Like I always want that respect from him. Again, coming from you know being a stay at home mom and changing careers and changing jobs and like again coming from place of insecurity of I didn't think maybe I was good enough or wasn't bringing as much to the table even mm-hmm. though you're doing all the mom things and whatever. Like wanted that respect that like yes maybe it wasn't monetarily bringing in money but do you still respect that I'm doing all these different things for our family, and he was always wanting that connection and that time that, like, away from all the activities and mom tasks, he needed that connection um, because he knew I respected him because, obviously, he was, like, an amazing provider, and that was always an understood, I guess, level with us that was always there. I know he felt respected, but I know he needed that Connection, or maybe it goes back to the love languages. I know of how how you know how people, because I think there's a way that you receive love, and I think there's a way that you give love. Yes. And Brian and I are very different. (laughs) But at least you know. I always tell people, and like I just can preach on a mountaintop. You have to have to have to know Mm -hmm. like how your person feels loved, because if you're doing this all these years, you're like I'm showing you love and I'm doing all these things, but to them it's like they have earplugs in because they're not hearing it or they're not seeing it because it's not the way that really truly makes that one person feel loved mm-hmm. and then you're on opposite sides you don't understand me you don't understand me but because you have to do what that person mm-hmm. needs and my husband's qualities and I, I think there's probably stuff. a different definition of respect too. Yes. like not yeah. just the respect as you see the word but as um kind of like that they're I guess being seen too in a little bit like yeah yeah
1: you yeah. Know. yeah I think Scott definitely he likes he, he's a he's an in-between he definitely mm-hmm. likes to be respected Um, that is important to him but he's a lot like Jared and I would in in the connection piece like he really would love to have just like more like more time with just Mm -hmm. us and connection Mm -hmm. and I would say that that has become more noticeable noticeable to me at this like this part of our stage stage Mm -hmm. of our marriage and relationship Mm -hmm. because we are coming out of like Mm -hmm. what I said in the beginning there is some more time together and more time to do things and have those conversations. And I feel like Mm -hmm. for the longest time we were just in survival mode with three kids under three Mm -hmm. and there wasn't any Mm -hmm. of that. Right. And so it is very important for him. It is the quality Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. um, And the connection is important to him. And and to your point, and that is super important just to know That love language piece. Mm -hmm. And again, just communication. 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 And I know that Scott and I have gone through periods in our marriage where one of us just plain sucks at communicating. Yeah. So do
0: you guys go through the, remember the old adage that you get in the little marriage advice at your wedding on the trees or in the cars? (laughs) Don't go to bed angry. Mm -hmm. Like talk it out. Do you guys do that? No, I can absolutely go to bed angry. (laughs) Not a problem in my house. Not a problem in my house. Okay, so here's the next question. Not a problem in my house either. Here's the next question because you brought this up earlier. Do you fight in front of your kids?
1: Yes. Yes, we have and I don't like it. No. I don't like it, it. however. I do think there's a little element
0: of importance there. that's what
1: I was going to say. because Things are not peachy. No, Mm -hmm. things are not peachy and I think, you know, that can go back to how you're, you know, if you came from a family mm-hmm. where you had two parents and they were married and, you know, I think there's a lot to be said on how you were raised and what you witnessed, mm-hmm. too. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we've we never had, like, a super nasty fight in front of each other. I mean, we generally haven't had a super nasty fight, but, um...
0: Oh, well, I lost I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean I we had, I can air it
1: out No, don't. I mean, don't, <laughs> let, we, me sugar, we, don't let me sugarcoat. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to come across, I mean, no, our marriage is, is far from perfect, but yeah, I, I've never had to, like be like i'm going to see you <laughs> i'm going to see you in 2 days because i can't stand you like yeah. that's never happened have i thought it sorry honey maybe um, i just don't talk to him in 2 days <laughs> you know yeah. but like that would be impossible for me because i would just like stew and just oh i would just get more, see, and more Bryant, mad but yeah. i think there is something to be said to see for your kids to see yeah, yeah right? right like mm-hmm. that it's hard and that it takes work but it's worth it mm-hmm. it's my worth kids it. only witness like i
0: think two arguments of ours honestly like we go long, long periods without a big spat and,
1: um, once in a while,
0: let's, let's be real, but like <laughs> the <laughs> last one we had, it was probably a year ago and it was over at freaking Subway and my kids <laughs> will laugh if they ever listened to it and it was the dumbest thing. So it was easy to be like, this was so ridiculous. And we got so mad.
1: It could not have actually been about Subway. Oh, no. Subway is what brought it out.
0: Um, where? we <laughs> really? It was okay. about driving multiple places at a softball tournament because one kid wanted one thing and the other kid didn't. Oh. And I was like, I'm okay with going to multiple places because we have time. And he was like, no, no this is ridiculous. Okay, so And we just blew it up into the stupidest argument ever. And our kids were crying in the backseat, <gasps> and I'm yelling at him in the car, and I, he's yelling at me. And
1: How'd you come back? Did you come back over a sandwich? <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> we, just didn't, we just didn't talk. And we both like, makeup
1: over turkey. And, and then,
0: really, like, days later, I was like, really? Subway? That's what you decided <laughs> to hang your hat on because you were mad that we had to go to Subway and the Burger King or wherever it was? Like, and our kids laugh about it now, but I tell them, yeah. like, that's a perfect example of, like, So silly, such a dumb Mm -hmm. thing, but clearly it was, like, a trigger for whatever, and I don't even know what that underlying thing was, maybe just, you know, whatever it was, stress, that, like, that shouldn't happen over something dumb, but the fundamental problem was dumb. Right. So like when you have those kind of arguments over big issues, you really have to dive in and get to the bottom of them. Yeah. You can't mm-hmm. just say, ha ha, release Subway, because that can cause you major, major issues. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, you got to talk about it. But I can go to bed med. No problem. That is so funny. You
1: bring up a point Annette, that is that, so Subway is what brought it out, but Scott and I, that is it. We all have our hot buttons, right? Mm-hmm. And for Scott and I, the hot buttons are different. Oh, and yeah. when, when I don't agree with his parenting style, y'all better watch out. That is a hot button for yeah. him. Me. So that, I can relate yeah. to that conversation mm-hmm. because if Hannah and Sophia wanted Taco Bell and Olivia wanted Subway and they were by each other, I'd be like, fine, whatever. We have time to go to both. And Scott was like, no, they don't get that choice. We're not maids. And you need to be on my side. Same this, thing. Same so, thing. Same so thing. that, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the whole like... The things that he has zero patience for yes. are like opposite of me. I'm yep, like, you're yep. right by each other. We have an hour in between games. Like, who cares? And Scott's like, it's the principle. Yes, yeah, the principle of <laughs> yeah, the matter. Yes. <laughs> I said it. They need to respect, respect it. me yes, yes. and respect my parenting style. and so do you, mm-hmm. wife. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. That's and Scott is gonna listen to this and be like, oh, you do yeah. hear me. Yeah, you do hear
0: me. <laughs> Ryan and they have a communication element? Because in the sense of we don't bury things in. And we want to teach our kids don't yes, yes. very things, thing. And so I will raise my hand. They have seen us fight. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're this is when they're little I mean. Yeah. Yes. I mean and to to your point that you raised earlier, like I mean they've asked us, like, Are
1: you gonna get divorced? Yeah, because <laughs> you love each other. Aww. Because they have seen it. Yes. They're witnessing yes. it in real That's time. Right. And I'm like, no, we are just
0: frustrated mm-hmm. and you need to see that like mm-hmm. Is it appropriate to air it out in this probably fashion? No. no but you I need know. to say that we're airing it out and we're not stuffing it down inside mm-hmm. and we're not layering it. And like when you have feelings, you've gotta bring them to the surface. Yeah. You know, yeah. and let it out. So yeah, we've we've definitely gone to bed mad and furious and
1: yeah, I try not to. And, I
0: don't like to. Yeah. Um I think I think it does Scott could. I think it does ring on the, the hook <laughs> of how stressed and how fatigued you are. Yeah. I mean, obviously I think there was a lot of cat-and-mouse fights when you're just going through survival. Yeah. yeah. I think we've gotten better. Oh, yeah. I mean, that comes with age, time, and experience. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten better at it. but And you, I think you learn to mellow out a little bit. I think As I get... Agree. I remember, like, getting mad. Like, I was kind of high-strung... And Brian's gonna die with that. <laughs> what? What? Was, a, a, was, 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 was. Yeah. So High strung type A weirdo over there. Um. God bless your crystal. Um. But yeah, I think You I do. do because I've noticed it. I've noticed it, my my parents will kill me for saying this, but I've even noticed it in my parents too. Yeah, I think we um, can all say that. I think parents. like as they've aged, I'm like, oh, you're not you're not so hung up on that anymore. That doesn't get yeah, you goat anymore. Bother. Like yeah. it just there's like a more mellow yeahness to mm-hmm. it. So yeah, it's yeah. That's interesting. I used to drive home life. Like when we get an argument, I'd be like, "Let's talk about it right now. Like I want to talk about like and make sure you understand where I'm coming from and this is why I'm mad. This, this is what you said." And Jared wants to like walk away from it. Same, same. Walk same. away from same. it, Walk away from yeah. it. Walk away from it. But it's, it's not the like avoidance. Yes, Brian will avoid. Avoid. But he won't always come back and like, okay, now let's sit down and talk about this. Like I have to bring it up. If I let him run away and like I'm okay just being silent for two days, will it ever get talked about? Yeah. nope okay and I'm with you on that Scott's the same mm-hmm. way I love him
1: love I you I love that he can let the like, things can roll off yeah and they can't for me nope. and I also <laughs> do like I'm like let's talk about it now whatever feelings you have let's go yeah. let's have this is your it. opportunity and he's like no 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 like I need a second and he needs to kind of process and analyze but to your point then it's like I got busy and I'm going to send you I'm going to call you tomorrow at work and be like I'm sorry I love you and then it's Do like you know done. what I hate oh, I, I hate does. when
0: you get into a big argument but then you've got to like really push through some to-dos together.
1: Isn't that the oh, first a parent together? And then you, one looks yeah.
0: like my husband goes into super parenting mode. Then he becomes really active with the kids even more than normal. Uh, and then I'm like, oh stop it. Just stop it. Or stop cleaning up. Like the, say you're whatever. in a fight. Well, are or you know what I mean? Like say you're in a fight, but then the next Keep day, like you me. gotta like go meet with someone or go you oh, know, like conferences or <laughs> like, conferences or go like to like a bank or like go take care of and you're like,
1: dang it. Why <laughs> do I have to do you know because you have yes. to date yes. and you have yes. to talk
0: logistics you're like, I am so pissed at you right now? Like you have no
1: idea. But on the flip side we love them what's what's like the one thing that you like value the most in your partner what's the one thing that you just through this many years of marriage you are like yeah that's why I picked you Wow
0: I mean that's th- that's that's loaded I think for me right now it would be that we're truly partners I think I wrote that yeah. down so many times you have this partnership when I have said that maybe from the beginning I don't even know what I would have answered but I truly feel like there's this give and take and pull from all sides and everybody's dumping in, sometimes more than the other, to get things done and to meet each other's needs at all gamuts. And again, that's communicating and, and not letting things boil um, and just really being open as a partner together. Good, bad, the ugly. Yeah. i mm-hmm. um, yeah. mm-hmm. talking Yeah. I think that's for me
1: too. It's that I, and this is, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want this to like come off wrong, but Scott does laundry. Scott does dishes. Mm-hmm. Scott goes to the grocery store. Scott hauls kids. Scott is selfless in so many ways. And for me and our marriage, I needed that in a partner. Mm-hmm. I I knew that I wanted somebody like that when we mm-hmm. met, but hence what God has blessed us with with three kids and our busy life now, I there's no way I could or would want to do any of that alone and I do have yeah. friends. That's what I'm saying. that that carry the burden of all All of that. that. They carry the burden of all of that. And they don't complain. And that works for them. And I'm like, they're amazing to Mm -hmm. me because I'm like, how do you do that? But Scott's selflessness when it comes to his family and Mm -hmm. helping out and pitching in and doing whatever is, I think, my favorite thing. And to your point, if something happened to me, there's not a care in the world that he couldn't. Do all the things. things. My kids are
0: better off without me than they would be without him. (laughs) In my life, same thing. Yeah, you know? And so I
1: think it's just... I, I do really recognize that at this point in our life. And when I look back at the dark years, which is yeah. what I call when the twins were born, I love them. <laughs> I love them so much. I love you so much. But it was just really dark years. It was very dark. I mean, there's just a black like, hole. There's just no way. There's mm. no way I would mm-hmm. have gotten through yeah, that without him.
0: Absolutely. I 100%, I mean, and I don't want to sound repetitive, would say the partnership and the selflessness yeah. because I would say it's the equilibrium, mm-hmm. um, that we are literally equal, and yes. and the friendship because that's how we can, I mean, he's my best friend. Yes, I mean, without yeah. a doubt, it's the friendship. I will throw in another ring just to not sound repetitive because I 100% agree with both of you, is the amazing father that he is. Yes. And I know that comes back to being a kid, yeah. but I, the kids, but I'm raising three daughters and to have such a steadfast man and an yeah. example of a man and mm-hmm. what he gives those girls, Um. I mean, I think he always kind of see a little bit in the gray haze as you're mm-hmm. getting married what that will look like and what it could be Yeah. but I, I'm very proud of the father and the example that he sets for mm-hmm. those women of what a man a man should be yeah
1: we're definitely blessed all of us okay. in that so in how that
0: arena. Um, to kind of parlay it into the future or the now and that we're in the season of love and passion or whatever you want it to be in February <laughs>
1: whatever, the, the, the relationship
0: right. month of mm-hmm. so how do you I mean we're, we're in the throngs of every single day we're throwing everything to the cards and it's still kind of about the kids like how do you how do you take the marriage off the shelf and work at it like what i mean date nights are still kind of an anomaly Mm -hmm. i will i mean we've Mm -hmm. tried but it doesn't happen steadfast or regularly like what what kinds of things do you guys incorporate in your marriage that keeps it moving (laughs) <laughs> Ooh. Well, um, it's COVID
1: my kids are. It's weird. Well, my kid, kids I'm like are I older. see them all the time. Oh yeah, I,
0: my kids are a little bit older, and again, I hate to admit it, but the age of the devices that they're on, and so when it comes to the weekends, if they're like talking to their friends or playing on a game, they'll go to their room and do their own thing. And so, like, we could, you know, open a bottle of wine and you know do charcuterie, which we do often, and mm. watch TV or I don't know talk. And just sit in the living room and do that. And so that's, like, our, like, at-home date night. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. you're talking about getting out an actual date night. That happens about once a year, literally. Maybe twice if you're lucky. Have you guys ever, Um, and and maybe this is coming with time because of of where our kids are at, but have you guys ever done one of those at-home date kits? No. No. We ordered one. It hasn't been opened yet. (laughs) Oh, my god! But, you know, we did it, I think, like, this is the season of life like two valentine's days ago it's yeah. still okay. sitting in the box and what i'm referring to is like you there are some subsur- subscription services mm-hmm. out there where it's mm-hmm. like make a meal together like yes. you know yes. and it's like a game you play and i don't mean cry i mean it's like yeah. some crazy games, other. but yeah, yeah. right yeah. or pain, it. it's like a craft or a pen i mean i know it sounds hokey but there are different sorts of, but we ordered one we just mm-hmm. haven't quite gotten to it yeah because, you know i think that's a hard life, question right
1: now too because of covid because we are spending more time together than we used to, mm-hmm. on the same token, we're, we're not. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, because...
0: I won't say it's quality time, but a lot of us have discussed, like, what shows are you watching together? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think and that's... And maybe that's just being in the presence of each other. Like, I know that that's not quality of, like, having a meaningful conversation. And, yeah. I mean, that's uh, more like wine and fire pits in the summer, and we're like, in yes. snow land right now. Yes. Um, but I know we've talked about Netflix, like... Yeah, I mean, we, just, def-
1: we just definitely we definitely decompress together at night and check in no matter what time that is. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it's really late because of running kids and he's a coach and our schedules are wonky. So we definitely always like check in and like watch a show together or go to bed and read together or Mm -hmm. like, you know, sometimes just we talk. Yeah. It's like, just like we talked about what the day bring for an hour, but he does a really good job of like calling me throughout the day or like sending me a text Mm -hmm. and we communicate during the day more than we used to. Um, because he's in the classroom and I'm, yeah, working from home. Um, but I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a lot to say about yeah. that because yeah, it's hard right actual now. like date, yeah, like an mm-hmm. actual date night. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't want to say that I haven't known. I don't know when that's happened. It, yeah. it's been a, it's been a while, but once in a while he'll just be like, Hey, do you want to go get takeout like at our favorite place? And, yeah, and then like we make the kids whatever, and then right. they go upstairs and yeah, you know they're with their. On their device or hanging out, and then it's like we had dinner together and we had a conversation, and it kind of felt like we were on a date yes, when we were yes. at home. So yeah. I think it's just yeah, making the time and quality conversation. Yeah, the grocery
0: store anyone? That's a yeah, good thing,
1: no, you guys do that a lot. Yeah, I mean, actually, it's usually Thursday night. You would do be, like, the run runs the
0: store. You do the runs a lot together. That's not what I meant. Like the air runs. Yeah, like and I know running around. she doesn't count it quality time, but sometimes when that's the only time you have. And I, it's not quality. Again, I will not, like, Jared, I hear you. I hear you, babe. But it's all you have. And so, like, yeah. we can run to the store and talk about life and, like, we're at least together doing the errand instead mm-hmm. of us splitting up because that's what you're usually doing. You're splitting forces and kids are going here or he's working or I'm working and you're having your friends take your kids to school because you can't be three places at once. Yeah. I mean, all sorts of different things. So, yeah, so sometimes a grocery store or running an errand, like,
1: You know what? But Mm -hmm. at this point in our life, and for several points, there wasn't a date night that did not exist without us going to the grocery store, Target, or Costco after dinner.
0: So, come on. remember the days with twins when it was like, oh my God, we get to go to Target together.
1: Yeah. That was like the big moment. We would go to Costco or Target. We'd go to dinner, go to Costco or Target, or the grocery store. That was date night. Yeah. Yeah. So- I hear you. I, yeah. I I see it. And to
0: think back, like when Brian and I were in DC, and it was just the two of us. I know. Just to think back, like <laughs> oh my gosh, what were we doing? Did like, I relish that? Uh, did I get? Did,
1: <laughs> what did we do? Like Scott and I had like insane. We lived in San Antonio for a couple years, and in that summer before we moved back, I he like he didn't work because he was we were gonna move back here in July, and then I was a pharmaceutical rep and got laid off, but like he still had pay and I still had severance. We had like three months, twenty four seven, to do nothing. Oh
0: my god! Get insane. paid, oh
1: gosh. and we. I'm like, I mm-hmm. think back to those days, mm-hmm. and like,
0: what was I doing? Eat, we dreamed to be married. I, we did. We
1: <laughs> literally. That was like the best three months of our lives, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm like, what would that look like now? at okay, there.
0: It's called
1: retirement. What, would, yeah, college, what does that look yeah, like there, now? Because when's the
0: last time you've been on a trip
1: together by yourselves? And it doesn't have to be extravagant, like. Um, by ourselves. We went to Mexico two summers ago. Um I wanna say should... two summers ago, Mexico, but we weren't even by ourselves, so we went with some other couples. We yeah, but... mm-hmm. went to a reboot
0: with some friends and that was about five years ago. Five years ago? Yeah, five years ago. Yeah. Because I had a the reason I, I asked is you know um, What about you guys? Certainly sixty it's been sixteen years. It's you been and since Brian we've never been on a trip together. Wait, have you even gone to like Kansas City alone? Um well, I don't count this mm-hmm. and this is the reason why I don't count it. I do not count a trip back to DC because it was first frickin marathon. So that was like a lot. I mean that wasn't like even being together because he was like so intense on the race and like all the mechanics of that and mm-hmm. like, I mean, I will say we flew out together. <laughs> Come on. Um, n- uh, wow, that no. Okay. So we had a trip plan and I don't mean this to take this in a negative spin. But I say it in a funny, quirky way because one of our girlfriends said, you yeah, know, you take trips together because then you remember why you like. <laughs> because you're alone and you finally get that yes, time and yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, this is why we connect yes. because you're going yes. through such the, no, uh, we had a trip planned for our 15th and 40th and it obviously got COVID busted. But we adequately, I mean, I say that too with grace because that's what got us through the black tunnel of like someday. Yeah. Someday mm-hmm. we're gonna get to lay on a beach yes. with a cocktail, and we are not gonna be changing three kids' diapers. Like yes. someday we will get there, and obviously with finances too. Isn't yes. that a huge up in the marriage? Yes. Oh, wow, um yeah. that's a whole topic. Yeah. So we are like someday, and we tried to make it happen. And it, it still hasn't happened. So it's, I, our honeymoon was our truly last trip. It's been sixteen years. You
1: guys need to look at the calendar. Yeah. And know, literally so just go to Kansas City that. for one night. Because, because Scott, and I have since, done that what's several times. What's,
0: what's, what's the crux here? Oh, my gosh. Money and time. Money and time. It's then, go. You, and then everybody puts that place of burden of, like, you only have your kids for so much. And I am. I'm kind of in that, like, oh,
1: my God, I only have Ava for six more years. So oh, it's my- like, if you do have, quote, six more years, your brain for 60. You all need to go to Kansas City for one night. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. That has to, that has to outweigh. Yeah, yeah, it does. I it mean, has you, do, to, you have to, have to get your your right. it to know, we to did put it a
0: priority, and it was supposed to happen. COVID has really gotten in the mix of that. But you know, when we did have the funds, it was oh something needs
1: uh, things happen. Text. Right? It's yep. like something Always. needs fixing in the
0: house, or Always. we did do the big the big enchilada trip or once in a lifetime with the kids, and that's where all the fun. You know, yeah. like yes. – And then our caveat was. And here's something I want to parlay into really quick too, but ours was, we were, we do have the intention that we're making this last, so our, our theory was we'll get there someday. Yes. Like if it's 60, we're 60. I mean, do I have dreams of going to Tahiti? You better believe I do, but we'll get there at some point. So we'll just make this work until, but I think that's something to be said of when we mentioned the divorce and COVID and watching certain relationships in our life fall Mm -hmm. apart at this life stage. like. Brian and I work so hard at it Mm -hmm. because we definitely have the true intention that this is not going to crumble. Right. Like, this is not easy, and this is a little bit of a, you know, there can be times where it's a big pickle, but, like, we're not going to fold. Right. Like, we will put everything, if we have to go to therapy, we'll go to therapy. If we have to do whatever, X, Y, Z, like, we'll do it because we just have the notion in our head that, like... We don't still fold the cards if it yeah. gets hard. But you didn't settle, and you also married your yes. best friend. Yeah. You really yeah. knew, yeah. Who, like, who you were marrying and what you were getting into, and right. that all those cards were on the table. Sometimes people get in with a skewed perspective of what their their partner is and don't see all those things. So that's why your foundation was yeah. built strong, and you married your best friend, and there you had all the pieces and all the layers. And that's that an excellent point because sometimes when I read things, I'm like, what do you mean you just folded?" Like, you know, for me, it just doesn't seem, I'm like, what do you mean, well, he's just not the man that I thought he was. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Like, don't you work to get to know that man? <laughs> like, I have written down a note about that. That's funny that you say that, because it's interesting to me what people feel, of, like, how they feel about it, about don't give up, don't fold, or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's not how I feel about, like, my own marriage, because I know the foundation that it was built on, but I also do feel like life is way too short to stay. In a marriage that is unhealthy, I know a lot of people that when they get divorced, they're like, "Oh, the signs were there, but they ignored them. The foundation wasn't built from the start, and they mm-hmm. knew it, but they let. They thought that the other pieces could carry them through." Mm-hmm. So I literally like wrote down. I was like, "I am not about like not being a statistic. Like I am okay being a statistic and getting that divorce and being done. If things are so bad that there could be something so much better for you in the future, Again, because you
1: are a strong woman who knows their worth."
0: Right, right. But if you yes, oh so man, so again, right? That. Like that's Absolutely. like a whole other thing yep. because yep.
1: unfortunately there are there are people, lots who, of women out there, lots of women out there who mm-hmm. struggle with that piece alone, and Absolutely. so they have to be with somebody to fulfill all the things that they can't offer. They settle
0: with less than what they deserve. And that's, again, that's not the situation, like, we are in. And Mm. obviously, I wouldn't even know. I would do a lot of things. I haven't had to go to therapy and do some of those things. But heck, yeah, I would be going to all ends to save my marriage because I know what the foundation is built on. But if you have that foundation. So I I do
1: wonder, I do wonder, like, during COVID, like, I mean, we are fortunate. Like, we don't know anyone who's gotten divorced during COVID. However, it's like, that's mind-boggling to me, Mm -hmm. I think, because – I know that I'm coming from a, a place of, of being in a loving marriage that I can't imagine like COVID ending us. Like yeah. what, like what out of COVID made you it's end? Like but that's a very naive statement. I understand that because that's, it had to that's be so bad reality. before. And it's then not this was COVID. like the, and so the, the, extra, that broke the, it was so okay. bad before yeah. the
0: extra time that people spent together. Um, depending on your lifestyle and what your careers are, you're not always in the same place at the same time. So you pass each other. And then when you couldn't do that any longer, you realize like, oh, I don't like this about somebody. There's a lot of yeah. ghosts in the closet mm-hmm. that can come out in yeah. some of those
1: layers. So, um, that's what I'm saying yeah, too. Yeah. Like during the craziest happened, the craziest time in our life with those babies, we literally went to Kansas city twice for one night. Never did. Like, that's what I'm saying is like, yeah. it got to the point where it was just like, I just want to eat a hot meal I just want to sleep in till nine o'clock, and I just want to have a conversation. And we did nothing. That was back in the day where we literally took our laptop and the whatever special cord, HDMI cord, and we mm-hmm. plugged it into the TV at the hotel, and we binge watched Homeland. That is what we did in Kansas City. We had yes. to drive three hours just to get away just from that time. to get away yeah. to spend mm-hmm. time, but. Once we did it, we were like, "This is what we need to do this more often." Mm-hmm. Like you and Brian have well, and I, to I do mean, it. there's lots of litmus to you know I can yes, say a litany yes. of
0: different things because you know Brian's family is you know out in South Dakota and all all of our all of our parents weren't retired and mm-hmm. there yes. were all the things and, yes. and you know there's certain yes. plays that it probably could have happened, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you definitely have to make it a priority, and you know that's not to say that. We're perfect, and there's still things to, to work on. I would love, I know in our last episode she mentioned, I would love to do a couples thing with Brian. Like, yeah. And you know what ticks me off? It's that damn Valentine's Day again. They always <laughs> plan it around Valentine's Day, and we're always busy with kids' sports. So, there's always a tournament yeah. or a yeah, on weekend. Yeah, Valentine's Day. But if um, you do, that's good. I've done a marriage retreat on a weekend. I've always wanted to do I one. think totally does mm-hmm. one. I totally... Church one. I've done it through, through church. I would love to do it. I would be open seven. to a
1: marriage retreat. I... That was super amazing. I wonder yeah. if that would be... I, I would know. love to. It's just, never the timing has never be. aligned. Yeah.
0: Because it's always in the crux of, you know, kids and... Yep, but, tournaments I, and competition. but I think
1: I think that's the point though. I think that's the point of marriage and conversation is that I keep saying like there are always going to be excuses and mm-hmm. there's always going to be yes, all of the things something. with your kids. Mm-hmm. Your kids are at an age where you do have help. You have friends that can yeah. take your kids. Yeah. yeah, like you you have mm-hmm. to start saying yep. Yes, we have things this weekend. We're going to have things every weekend. Mom and dad are doing this. Yeah. And I think we're just at that brink. I think we
0: literally hit that brink about Mm -hmm. last year to this year. And it's starting to change. And I'm just COVID (laughs) going away. And and I can't go anywhere. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to sound preachy because we're in the same boat. Like I have to check myself and be like, no, I can, I can miss that tournament. I can miss that game. It's not the end of the world. I don't like, Mm -hmm. we Mm got to focus on this. And I've, yes, we all have friends and people Mm -hmm. and family members and like witness things. And I, I don't want to be like. I yes, don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be a statistic. I don't yes. want my kids to leave the nest and be like, now what? So, honey, now mm-hmm. What? Because there's so many couples that what,
0: like, thirty years of marriage and it's like they end after the kids leave because they don't even know who each other is anymore. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, they literally are like, yeah. hmm, haven't yeah. seen you in thirty years. Yep. That's what I married. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. <Yep. laughs> okay. Yeah, I you know. know. Yeah, so, yes, I know. It's certainly very present, very real, interesting. So marriage is certainly a huge topic, and I don't even know if you can even grasp or spin all the different elements that it is and can be and will be, but certainly as we look in this um, episode and and try to kind of dovetail into our relationships a little bit, when your husband listens to this podcast, what are you guys going to hope that he takes away from it?
1: Mm.
0: Mine's the producer, (laughs) so we know he's going to be listening. Um, I hope that Brian sees, I, I hope he has a sense of pride. I hope he has a sense of pride of where we started and what we have built, but also where we're going. I think there's a lot of things that we have yet to, to grow, to do, to pers- aspire to be, what this relationship still can be. And so I hope he, I hope he has a sense of pride and just resolution and and where we are and where we've come but also the aspiration of of where it's going yeah that's awesome yeah i hope that jared is he's thankful i know he's thankful i shouldn't say i hope he's thankful he knows he's a rock star and he always does a wonderful job of highlighting the important aspects of our marriage and highlights my strengths and celebrates you know we celebrate each other um and are just always there to support each other. So I hope that he is thankful for our marriage as much as I am thankful for our marriage. And he knows that because I continuously word vomit my feelings regularly. So it's good hope that he remembers.
1: That's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Scott's gonna listen to this and be like, Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, oh, so You, sad you do oh, you do listen. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's gonna be the takeaway. Um but that's actually true Um, but he yeah I think I think a lot to like what both of you said I mean we've been married 15 years coming up and it hasn't always been easy and it won't always be easy but I think we both know at the end of the day that this is it Mm
0: -hmm. like
1: you we're stuck with each other we want to be stuck with each other we can do this we've built a great life together Mm -hmm. and it's really something to be proud of Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and we've got a lot of room to go. We're only at fifteen years, guys. I know. They totally wow. say that we're at thirty, mm-hmm. but check 30. back
1: with us. for 15 more years. <laughs> <kind of> <laughs> keep, keep, keep checking on us. But
0: I think everybody, you know, anyone that's listening to this, you, everybody's in a different place in their marriage or in a different relationship, and so hopefully you found a little nugget or a little spin or something that may even trigger for you to talk about with your spouse. Absolutely. As we're kind of in this season of thinking about relationships and certainly not just relationships with your spouse but also other relationships with friendship and your children and family so cheers to the relationship month i'm not going to say happy valentine's yeah, love day and marriage. <laughs> right? yep
1: yep happy february friends happy
0: february